on this edition of the TNH Sports Spotlight. Cameron Beal spoke with Pop Lacey, former UNH safety, about getting back to 100% and his experience with a virtual pro day. So, obviously, the end of last season, you're you're injured a lot towards the end. So, kind of take me through what things have been like since the season since the season ended, getting back to 100%, preparing for when your pro day would have been. Just kind of take me through all that. Um. So. Pretty much after the season, I uh, tried to stay healthy, tried to do get on physical therapy as soon as I could, um, and tried to pretty much. I was actually doing two, two, one of two things. I was doing um, applying for a medical red shirt to see if I could actually get one to come back for another year, so I could showcase my talents again. Um, and also, I was preparing for the NFL draft, so now I'm trying to find agents, uh, trying to find a place to train at and also trying to find a place to stay if I was going to be training um, at a place that was far enough away from home. So for me, it was kind of like um, a big, huge waiting game. Um, I'm a very firm believer in religion and I'm a Christian. So for me, um, the way I pretty much looked at it was God's going to show me my path. Well, if I get a red, if I get the medical red shirt or medical hardship waiver, um, and get another red shirt, then I'd be able to come back and play again. And that was pretty much what I was going to do. But if I didn't get the medical hardship waiver, then I was going to um, then just end up heading to the next level, which I ended up doing because I didn't get the uh, medical hardship waiver. So do you have any idea what what scouts from what teams were going to be at the pro day? Is that something that you take care of or, or your agent, if you have one at this point, or coaches? Like, Do you know who is going to be there or any of that? Um, yes, I heard from some of our coaches that the Eagles, the Dolphins, and at least the Patriots were going to be there, um, and possibly a couple other teams, but like some of the other teams didn't RSVP if they were going to or not, so uh, there was a couple teams that I knew for sure were going to be there until the pro day with Ken. And have, like, have you specifically been in contact with any of them like since the pro day was canceled? Have you... I saw on Twitter Isaiah put out a video. He was still doing his forty-yard dash, his three cone. Have you done anything like that? And have you talked to any of the teams about any of it? Um, I haven't specifically talked to him. My agent has been doing a lot of that, uh, a lot of the talking to him. But um, I will say that I did go do like a virtual pro day down at uh, the training facility at Test Football Academy down in New Jersey. Um, we had like a little virtual pro day type deal thing and. There was like 30 other people who had trained there. Uh, we all did our algebra bench, 40, uh, shuttle, broad, vertical. We did everything. So um, we even did like positional drills as well. And it was like a, something that uh, Kev put on for us. It was kind of like a last minute thing. We all heard about it like Friday. And it was kind of like last minute because all of this kind of happened so fast. But other than that, I mean, I can't really say – uh, I've been trying to actually just work on right now developing myself even more, even after the seven weeks, because going into those seven weeks of training, um, I hadn't been able to do anything because of my foot, uh, because of the broken foot. So um, after that, I pretty much, I had seven weeks to get my body right, which I did, but I still felt like uh, after those seven weeks, I wasn't a hundred, I was, I was a hundred percent, but I wasn't um, as strong as I could have been. 
if that makes sense. Yeah. And you talk about your virtual pro day. Is that something, is it like a, a live feed or do you just kind of take the video and send it off to scouts? Because I feel like if you just take the video, that's got to be better for you to some extent. Like may, maybe you don't run your best in your first 40. You can just kind of keep doing it until you get your best time. Well, that's, that is one thing. We only had two opportunities to run the 40. And um, as, I was mentioned, as I mentioned, there was like 30 plus of us. So pretty much going off of a list, you only got two. You only got like one out drill. You didn't really get to redo things and make sure it was the perfect rep for the video or anything like that, which is a little bit different. But, I mean, if you can still put out those numbers, it's going to mean something anyway. You know what I mean? If you can still put out those numbers, it's going to – is going to help regardless, but I've, I'm a firm believer that the virtual pro day it was it was beneficial because at test you were able to have um, a laser hand or the laser times or I'm sorry you're able to have uh, the laser forty time your forty um, so it was pretty much it was actually really 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 good it wasn't somebody saying oh I got this as a handheld something like that um, also I think that Test did a great job of even pretty much making sure everybody got their fair opportunity and fair shot at doing what they needed to do. Um, and it kind of was like, I felt like it was an actual pro day because most scouts aren't, when they come to pro days, they aren't going to be like, all right, you get three, four, more times to do it. Um, also, doing a virtual pro day with um, your strength and conditioning facilities, like they're pretty much your numbers are going to be your numbers. They're not going to try to sugarcoat anything. They're not going to try to hide anything or anything like that. You know what I mean? So doing that as well uh, shows scouts that those are legitimate numbers and shows scouts that those are what people are actually running. And so you've gone through the virtual pro day NFL draft. I think it's next week, right? Um, yeah, it's so, Thursday, right? Yeah, and so do you... Do you have any sort of gauge of what the interest level is through any of the teams that said they would show up through your agent or anything? Um, as of right now, most of the interest that I've heard from my agent that I'm getting is more of a, a unrestricted free agent or undrafted free agent, if anything. Um, there may be even some mini camp invites, which we're working for right now, but that's pretty much what I'm looking for. I'm looking for that one opportunity uh, to get either an invite to camp or an invite to something as something along those lines. I mean, if my name gets called on um, during one of the rounds, thank the Lord, like, it's an amazing feeling. But at the same time, I'm also prepared to for to not hear my name be called and also uh, be, pre- be prepared for the next process that comes after that. And if the NFL doesn't work out, have you considered any other leagues like the CFL or anything like that? Yes, actually, um agency group that I signed with is called the Kinetic Sports Group. Uh, they both have NFLPA and CFLPA agents. Um, so I've been drawing a little bit of interest from the CFL as well. Um, a couple teams wanted to see me uh, work out in person, um, which kind of shut everything down with the COVID-19. So um, that's kind of rough right now. But uh, there's a couple teams that were also interested from the CFL and the uh, here from the CFL. Uh, do you do you know what teams they were? If you don't mind me asking, um, I heard what I heard from were the BC Lions, I think. Okay, and I feel like it's normal for people to kind of look at other people who are at—I don't want to say above them, but for in your case, UNH is an FCS school, and you say you look at a safety in the FBS. 
and you look at them and you're like, man, like I can do what they're doing. I'm better than them. Do you think you've been at a disadvantage being at an FCS school, not getting as much exposure exposure as maybe an FB, FPS guy would get? Um, I'd say there's, there, there has its uh, advantages and disadvantages. Um, I'd say that one of the advantages to playing at an FBS school is the fact that you're going to be playing against elite level talent day in and day out that's already like kind of established. Um, because especially when you're, you're playing Alabama, it's like you're playing Alabama. There's no way to the about it. Of course, cover points either. People that are already been on NFL guys' radars ever since high school, things like things of that nature. But um, for some people, like FCS guys, I feel like if you do that closer, they're going to notice you. Um, for me personally, I know how to play the game of football. My film shows that, and to be honest, I just I just need that opportunity to show people that I can play football and I can play with the best of the best. Um, I've done it even against uh, FBS teams when we played them. Colorado, I had a pick six, like, um, played against Georgia Southern, and I was a, a part of a team that beat them. So I, I wouldn't say it's pretty much hard over, it's hard over everything else in my mind. Because if you have it and you know how to play the game, even if you get drafted, um, you look at, again, Tom Brady's one of them. He was drafted sixth round, but in the same token, how many people went ahead of him and he became one of the best quarterbacks? Actually, he became the best quarterback of all time. So... In my mind, I think that uh, there are going to be some people that I overlook from the FCS, but that's natural and that happens every year. But you can't really hide when everything starts going and everybody's in mini camps and everything like that, and everybody else is pretty much falling out as well. You know what I mean? Like if, if you have the talent, they're going to find you and they're going to notice you, and that's pretty much my my biggest thing. They'll find you, they'll notice you, and you'll get your opportunity. And the most the thing that you got to do is make the most out of that opportunity. All right, and last question. I obviously, I know how good you guys were watching you last year. Uh, Evan, an absolute beast, can run through a brick wall. You, Prince, Isaiah, led one of the best defenses the school's had in a long time. If you had, if there's one thing you could say to an NFL or a CFL scout about you or any any one of your teammates, what would it be? To be honest, all three, all four of us are hungry uh, for that opportunity. Um, as you can see, Isaiah Perkins is fast, Prince is fast, um, I'm fast, um, and Evan Gray, like you said, Evan Gray runs through a brick wall. So, with, to be honest, with all that being said, I think all, each and every one of us deserve an opportunity. I think um, a lot of teams, or I think for me personally, I feel like um, a lot of teams aren't going to want to take a chance on somebody who's been in FCS, hasn't really played um, too many FBS teams or anything like that. But in the same token, I also think that for the all of the rest of the 32 teams, I think it's, it's taking that chance. Uh, you know, like, how do I put it? It's taking that one step and that one opportunity. You have pretty much three, pe- three people who have played in the same defense for four, four or so years, and we've been a lockdown defense every single year. Every single year. And, I mean, that, that already said something about it. You have Prince and Perk both can cover. Um, I can cover. I can also play in the middle of the field. Prince, Prince can play man. Perk can play press man. And I, I think that our numbers speak for themselves when it comes to a defense as a whole either way. Um, a lot of people tried to run the ball on us because we they couldn't pass the ball on us. It just wasn't happening. 
So um, I just consider that, or I would like to tell all the rest of the NFL teams to just take a look at our film and see what all, all three of us, all four of us can do. All right, man, that's all I got. Thanks for taking the time. I appreciate it. All right, thank you. I appreciate it, too.